Welcome to Sana Talks to People and Sometimes Herself. I'm your host, Sana. And uh, today um, I'm doing a part two, basically. We're doing, I'm joined by two new guests. Actually, Mike is, has already been here. Um, I'm always here. I have yeah. nothing else going on, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's here and we have someone else, so go ahead. Hey, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, my name's Asan. Uh, I'm calling in from Japan, so apologies if the audio is a little uh, scratchy. And if I sound a lot like Sana, it's because uh, I'm her brother. I'm her, I'm her, uh, her older brother. You sound nothing like me, Mister. <laughs> Much better, I suppose. Well, actually, you know, right? I'm kind of noticing it now. Not. You guys do kind of sound a little similar in terms of your cadence and Thank stuff. You, Just slightly Thank similar. You. Yeah, yeah, great, great job for yeah. fitting in, Mike. Thanks. Good technique. <laughs> Cheap tactics that you're using. Let me do my best. Not at Sana all. Impression. Not at all. Just stating. I'm just stating the obvious. I don't know what y'all doing. I'm just stating the obvious here. <laughs> so we're we're here today to uh, talk about the Joker, but not the movie, but Batman and Joker. So the I'm going to title the podcast Batman and Joker. But I am basically invited wow. Asan from Japan because uh, I don't know anybody who's a bigger fan of the Joker than him, uh, and I thought. Perhaps it would be interesting to get his take, seeing that I did a whole podcast about the movie. <laughs> and I always wondered what his take was, <laughs> not just on the movie, but just generally speaking. Oh, now, that everyone's, now that everyone's talking about the Joker, I thought, well, let's bring it back to, uh, you know, people that actually followed him or known of the the series uh, i mean from from the batman franchise perspective and then get their take on it so it's just going to be a conversation around that um go ahead <laughs> son what do you have to say in terms well, of I, I, where do we start well i mean i i want to say uh i'm a big fan of your podcast Long time listener, first time caller. That'll be $150. Uh, no, I, thank I, you. I, thank I you. Like I'll, I'll wire you the money. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, and no, I, I, I liked your, your um, I mean, I, I went through a lot of podcasts regarding the movie Joker uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. And uh, I, I went through yours as well. And, and uh, I, I really wanted that review. And I think you guys had, like, you guys started off great. And then it went into a very meaningful discussion about mental health, which I thought was really, really great. But I kind of, I kind of was sitting there going, well, tell me the review. Give me the review of the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged Sean. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm going to talk about the Joker. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I mean, uh, in a nutshell, um, I, I guess uh, I had this, this very short, concise spiel um, prepped. Uh, I, I love Batman. I love Batman comics. And actually one of the the things that um, I gravitate towards is, is the Joker, the character himself. Uh, I like that character more than, than, than the uh, protagonist, more than Batman himself. So when this movie got announced, I was, I was just livid. I was, I was going crazy. Uh, so, I mean, I wasn't crazy about Todd Phillips and I'll tell you why, but I was excited that Martin Scorsese was, uh, it was going to be produced by him. It was going to start Joaquin Phoenix. There were elements from the comic books that were present, at least in set design. They had this mm -hmm. big poster, Amusement Mile, a lot of locations. There was a casting for Thomas Wayne. I was like, wow, this movie's going somewhere. And then I saw the movie. And you got to understand, when the movie came out, it was under a lot of, like, a lot of people loved it initially when it came out and I was just like, am I crazy that I don't enjoy this movie? And I'll tell you why without, without getting into my, you know, I, I'm not here to disagree with, with, with what you guys think about the movie, because if you can walk away with an experience with an emotion, fantastic. I thought that if you're going to do a, a genre movie, if you're going to change the genre, turn it on its head, then maybe have at least one element, of the said genre, because I sat there and I went, okay, what about the Batman universe? What about the is in this movie that is about this? aside from walking? So you're cutting off uh, amazing that that whole Batman. So you're basically saying that you didn't find it stayed true to to the to its I don't know its its original comic book roots. Comic book I guess the comic book narrative. Roots, yeah. 
At least that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. aside from the title Joker, I there's nothing in the movie that kind of was genre defining. I mean, if you remove the title Joker, it's just a, another homage to Taxi Driver or Kings of Comedy. <laughs> I really didn't think there was anything great. And my beef starts with Todd Phillips because Todd Phillips did a narrative where you had discussions in this movie. There are seriousness about mental health. Mm-hmm. There are just about uh, depression, about white men trying to figure out their place in society. And anytime mm-hmm. anyone asked if he had an answer or, or posed a question, he refused to answer. And this is a guy that went on a limb to say, I can't make a comedy because cancel makes it difficult. Cancel Aside culture makes Brooklyn it difficult. Yeah. Bob's Burgers and a million, right? Mm-hmm. Aside from a million other comedy shows that are still successful in this day and age, what is he talking about? Then I, do I need to remind you that Todd Phillips is the guy that did the Hangover movies where one of the best jokes <laughs> in the movie was paging Dr. Faggot. I mean, this is a guy who cannot really write comedy. So all of a sudden, him saying, oh, I'm going to change everything. Um, I just, I just, everything really soured me about this movie. And I mean, Thomas Wayne, he's in the movie. But why is he such a meanie? Have elements <laughs> of something from any Batman graphic novel. Pull things about the Joker. And, you know, when we dive into why, what makes the Joker Joker, I think we'll sort of start to look at this whole thing and be like, yeah, was that really a depiction of the Joker? I think it was just an attempt to write. I don't think it was saying that it was a depiction, but at the same time, you're right. You have Thomas Wayne, you have Bruce. So it's like, they can't avoid it. They can't say, well, no, 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 it's just an origin story attempt. That would be if if (laughs) none of those characters appeared. But because they appear, now you're just setting this expectation that well wait a minute what huh so is i guess that's where the confusion is when i tried to say no 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 it's just exclusively an origin story but now that i think about it like actually no i (laughs) yeah i agree with you brother from the standpoint of like i guess if if you're if you're trying to compare it to the like comics and the origin of the joker from the comic book perspective so people were like into the comic books they were probably like screw this movie this movie sucks because it wasn't true to that aspect of it. Because even like The Killing Joke, which is the cartoon that I watched, which was an amazing cartoon movie, like I said, that to me was more, I think, a little bit truer to the Joker as we know him, Mm -hmm. compared to like the Joker that they tried to do in the movie, which again, I still think the the movie was still great in the way they did it. But I just found like what I was thinking about, I was going to pose it to you guys. Like, why do you think the Joker is such a beloved character? So actually, I'm wearing a Joker shirt, actually. I love the Joker, so I have a ha-ha-ha. Sure. But like, I was thinking about it for the past few days. I was just thinking like, why do people like the Joker? Because at its core, at his core, he's kind of like a, he's a really, really bad guy. Right. But people love the Joker. They dress him from Halloween. Like, you know, even like for this Joker, like this past Halloween, like the amount of people on my Instagram that were dressed up as Joker because of the movie, like my, my Instagram blew up. Hey, so just I was just because, gonna pose that to you guys. Just because I dress up like the U.S. president doesn't mean I like him, you know, oh. for Halloween. I'm just trying to <laughs> make a point. <laughs> Look at I mean, crack jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like I it. I thought you would dress up I as like our it. prime minister. I mean, didn't, <laughs> oh, didn't you go as the lad in the 80s? Get some white paint on my face, right? Just <laughs> face paint. That's all you got to do. I got if white face myself. Can, if, if Justin... No, no, he went full body. He went in. <laughs> he went all in. Yeah. He, like, dipped himself in mud and shit. Almost like he dipped himself in mud. <laughs> Look, I get, outside of Halloween costumes, I think, obviously, it's a good question, right? And I used to wonder that, yeah. too. And I actually wonder, <laughs> I'm going to ask Asan this in terms of, as a biggest Joker fan I know, yeah. like, um, aside from you sharing the diabolical insanity with him, uh, why do you like yeah. him? <laughs> hey, you know what? I can I be very honest. I, I'm deathly terrified of clowns. And oh. for some reason, this character, I, I adore this character. And I guess the reason why is you have to understand, they kind of nailed the essence of the Joker in The Dark Knight, which is the mm-hmm. pragmatic 
charismatic, chaos, agent of chaos. And the person who's constantly smiling, but deep down, it's, it, this is like the, the, the personification of evil, of chaos, whereas Batman stands as the brooding figure of, of order and justice. And what makes him fascinating mm-hmm. to me is like, it, here's a character that has no origin. He is mm-hmm. mysterious. He is uh, just always one step ahead. And in the comics, what makes him so scary of a villain to, to Batman is no matter how much plan preparation a, a character like Batman can have, the Joker is just one step ahead. And he is so insane. And so once said, he was talking about the Arkham comic books, uh, Arkham Asylum, which is a great comic book if you get a chance to read. Um, and he said the Joker not insane. He's he's in a level of a su- he's in a level of super sanity, and he gets to recreate mm. himself depending on what's around and what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And that thing, mm. that breakdown of his psychology, really stuck with me. And I just I, I adore that because him and Batman are pretty much two sides of the same coin. So mm-hmm. without Batman, there is no Joker. Without Joker, there is no Batman. So did you? Yeah. So that's what I. Yeah. Sorry, sir. Mike, Mike. Go ahead. No, like I, even like um the scene in um the Dark Knight where um I guess Batman was interrogating Heath Ledger, in the and when he was talking about your nothing, you know, he was trying to because Joker was uh, one of the best. Like one of the things I loved about that movie was just like if you listen to what Heath Ledger says in the movie, and I think people get so lost in just his acting that they don't really listen to what he's actually saying. And I actually like listened to, I actually watched it again recently yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. And just some of the stuff he was saying, like, especially like, you know, you're, you're trying to pretend like you're not like me. You're, you know, you're no different than me. Like they'll cast you out like a leper. Yeah. They only need, they only are using you now because you, they are yeah, dependent yeah, yeah. on you. But the reality is they see you like a freak to me. Right. So, and when I thought I was like, yeah, yeah they do yeah, yeah. see him like a freak. You know what I'm saying? It's just so crazy. Yeah. Cause it, you know, people get so bogged down in, seen the face scars and everything else and they're so they're not listening to like the words and that's what i thought was so telling about him in the movie specifically on sana i know you you want to this is a comment about i absolutely read that too the 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 part that you just shared about um you know um him being able to recreate what's around him right And, and being on another level and so as a fan, as someone who's a, you know, for both of you, I'll pose this question to Asan first. Mm. As someone that, you, you know, you've, you felt that you, without, you said without Batman, there's no Joker and vice versa, right? Did you find that in terms of if Todd Phillips were, were saying that, well, you know what, the movie is just a take on an origin story because it has been said before that, you know, his past is like multiple choice, right? And also the movie itself, you don't know if it's real because he has, mm-hmm. he's delusional. So the movie kind of makes you keep guessing on what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. And basically what you learn is at the end, he's he's in Arkham Asylum, isn't he? He's sitting there. Um, he is, yeah. And, and he's he's talking. Yeah. So in yeah. a way, he's narrating his story. By the way, this is a really unreliable narrator. And and Todd Phillips has mentioned this part, that this is a very unreliable narrator that's explaining something. So given that part, like, do you still feel that, or do you, did you think that there should have been more uh, similarities to the origins of, of Batman in the comic book? I, I would buy all of that if Todd Phillips was a creative director. The guy, I, I have trouble <laughs> with how he's addressed. <laughs> No, because I you didn't like old school, have, man. You didn't like old school. Old school is a great movie, man. I I like. I loved old, old school. school. Old school was good, but Hangover One after that, I didn't see anything good. No, Hangover Three was like an action movie. Hangover Three was trash. I agree with you on that. Right? It was so trash. And, and again, he's avoided answering questions. And one one question that was even posed to him is, isn't it isn't it weird that the only people of color in the movie are paramount to the Joker losing his grip on his sanity. So not only have Zazie be this relationship be real, because I don't want incel Joker. And turns out, boom, we get incel Joker because he's imagined that relationship. And it's just, I, I have so many things 
that are bugging me about how he's constructed this story. And you know what, it, I, I guess to best sum it up, like when I was, uh, when, when Batman, Burton's Batman came out, I was like, wow, this is cool. And then I got into the comics and I went, oh no, this is just Burton painting in broad strokes what he thinks of Batman. He's not a real fan of this, this iconic character. Mm-hmm. I feel Todd Phillips is going on the opposite end. He's like, how can we create a movie that hits all the notes of an Oscar nominated film? But mm. blatantly ignore every aspect of this comic book world. And again, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's like a snooty movie. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm just going to make an <laughs> elevated movie. Here's a pitch. Why can't we have this Joker movie, the same movie, but it would work so much better if there was a man of steel that flew into the sky, if there were real superheroes. So now the 1% is that, you know, those superheroes. So many ways he could have taken it. But he just went and he created a character who is essentially a loser. And Joaquin Phoenix's acting is great. But I mean, mm-hmm. the Joker barely, like, what was that? The scene that bothered me the most, he gets, he gets caught. He gets hit by a cab and the police catch him. He, he, and then he escapes again and runs into, like, Rob, that, that late night show, shoots Robert De Niro, spoilers for the movie, sorry, and gets caught again and has this big moment amongst the crowd. I'm like, okay, this is how he's going to escape. And maybe he's plotting something. No, he gets caught again. Everything about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was based on dumb luck. And that bothered me because there was no maniacal, uh, there was no strategy. There was not even a hint of, uh, in the recent comic book run, it's implied that the Joker is somebody that's lived through ages. Like he is immortal, essentially. And he only decided to come out in this fierce way when he met somebody his equal, Batman. And it's just, all these things are just thrown out the window. So I'm just like, oh, why Todd Phillips? Again, uh, credit where credit's due. Joaquin Phoenix is great. Uh, but if you start looking into the elements, it's, again, it's, it's, it's a white man asking his place, uh, where his place is in a white society. Some of these aspects mm. of him being so downtrodden, so ill, I can't buy them because I know people of color go through way worse, way mm. worse. So for me, it was just like, shouldn't we all feel sorry for this, this white man that shot some other, um, you know, was depressed and, and teased by other white men in a subway and he shot them. It's like the whole city goes into clown riots over, over Wall Street. Mm. And it's just like at the end, he goes to Robert De Niro. And again, exposition. And he goes, and this happened. My mom, and I found out my dad wasn't rich. And then he shoots Robert De Niro. And I'm just saying, you are just repeating again and again and again. Uh, Todd Phillips what is a movie about mental health and Todd Phillips goes oh I'm not going to answer these questions to say the Joker is about mental health is like saying uh, the Matrix is about gun control hmm. okay there's a reason why he didn't say it's about mental health but I'll hold that no, I get very passionate I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> no 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 that's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah. no I love it no I love no, it it's good I like <laughs> I like what I'm hearing no, some people were like the Joker is starting a conversation about mental health Mm-hmm. But it's again, it's just like I, I looked at it and it was just like, oh, it's a white man trying to figure out where he belongs in a white society. That's why do you the way have I to have it. why did you have to have color in the dialogue? I mean, it, it's a take. Like if we take take color out of it, if we just take color out of it for a yeah. second and yeah. can we not just appreciate that it's a potential take on yeah. what could have yeah. led a person into insanity, right? Can we agree on that or no? What do you, I mean, I don't have to, we don't have to agree. I'm just saying that's why I, what I get out of it, right? I'm not being so critical, um, but also, also I'm not really, I haven't read as, I've read maybe like one, two comics. I haven't read as much of it as obviously you and other fans, but just my take from it was that, okay, this is an attempt. And if it is about mental health, which I thought it was in terms of, because the conversation started, uh, I mean, I think Todd Phillips is just trying to be safe and he just doesn't, you know, he's playing it really yeah. safe, which is leaving us all to now deliberate on his behalf. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, uh, but I'm going to more buzz for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Any press is good press. Of right? course. <laughs> no, I guess for me, like I understand um, Austin's uh, or Hassan's um, perspective again, because I, again, I've not re- really read the comics. I've only watched some of the movies mm-hmm. and I've seen like, you know, 
like the cartoons, <laughs> you know, the back of the day cartoons. So yeah, me too. But again, with this, but with this right, right. movie, I didn't want to go into it with any judgment. That's why I kind of wanted to just watch with a clean lens because, especially with DC movies, because DC movies are like hit and miss. So I wanted to make sure that I just watched it with a clean <laughs> slate. Because if I watched it thinking had like really high expectations. I'd have been pissed off. Because just like with Batman vs. Superman, which me and Sonny need to do a podcast on so I can rip that movie in half. The way you're <laughs> ripping the Joker, that's how I feel about Batman vs. Superman. But um, I think in terms of just the way it was depicted, like, I think it was depicted, I think just Todd Phillips just did it to Sonny's point, his own version of what he felt the Joker could be or how he was trying to tell that story. Which I don't knock because my whole thing is if they just went true to the comic, which would have been fine, it would have satisfied the comic book people. But I don't think it would have reached a wider audience otherwise. I just think it would have kind of just they'd been like, okay, this is a great movie. It's so true. But then everyone else would have kind of like, oh, I don't know anything about the comic book. So for me, it didn't relate. That perspective, he did good. Um, yeah, like, I mean, and again, I just think for me, I just took it. I watched it with a different lens. And that's kind of how I viewed it. But I understand your point. And again, when we were talking about the people who were criticizing the movie, I felt those criticisms weren't rooted in anything because they gave a small blurb, whereas you kind of were able to explain why. That's why I can say, you know what? He makes fair points, mm-hmm. as opposed to when I was reading the criticisms mm-hmm. of the movie and people were just saying it's just nihilistic and it's boring. I'm like, really? Is it that boring? I don't right. think it's boring. <laughs> you cannot like the movie. I'm good, but when you're just saying asinine stuff to me, that didn't make any sense. That's why I was ripping the people who were criticizing the movie because to me, their criticism wasn't rooted in anything. To me, it was just like they were just saying it because, okay, I got to get people to watch. No, it was definitely not boring. It was. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So that was where my take is. But to Sonic's point, I think it was. I think it was just his um, Todd Phillips take on what he thought the Joker could be. So that's how I took it. So if mm. the if the issue is or what if one of the issues could be appealing to both audiences, right? Fans and others alike. Others, when I say other, right. I mean someone who has no idea. So I know all of us grew right. up watching the cartoons. Right. Two of you, of you know, we we read some comics. Um, but that that's the challenge, I guess, when when directors are trying to shed light on a story that's been told so many times. Uh, but this is interesting because this really hasn't been told, right? So from a, mm-hmm. let's talk about what attempts have been made in the comic book world where his past was tried, where, where some, there was some explanation of his past. So I know, Asan, you had some stuff to say about that, right? So that was question mm-hmm. one. Uh, what do we know for, about his past from the comic book or the the, the origins, of the, the original narrative? Right. But okay. then also the second part is if you were to, um, you know, come in as a creative consultant, right? Representing the comics or, or making sure that it, it stayed true. What would you have recommended in the movie <laughs> in terms of what kind of direction oh. would it have taken? Can I answer the second part first? Yeah, of course. I would say let's include at least one element from the comic books that makes him the Joker. Just one, just one. And, you know, just like, what do I mean by an element? I, I mean that the Joker is a methodical agent of chaos. The best way to sum it up, the Joker is eternally tied to Batman. And can we not show the Wayne family get shot? Because I'm so tired. You said, can we not show the Wayne family get (laughs) shot again and again? Is that what you said? He got cut off there. The Wayne family get shot. You know what? I agree with that. I think that's, yeah. We all know that Bruce Wayne's family died. We all know this already. You've seen it. (laughs) Right, right. We all know this. Yeah. Okay. So you don't need to kind of reshow it in different ways and different camera angles. (laughs) I already know that Bruce Wayne, like he's already a troubled soul because his parents died. We all, we established this. So yeah, we need to kind of like move on. Like I know when they're doing the new Batman, I swear to God, if they show his parents die, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not even going to watch it in theater. I'm going to rewind. I'm going to fast forward through that fucking part. Cause I can't deal with that. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired, like bro, like everybody who's watched Batman knows his parents died. I don't want to see that anymore. You're right. You're right. And this is why I, I kind of like where the new Batman is headed because now all of a sudden I think we're hitting an area where the roles are being filled by, by capable actors and they're given room to stretch and breathe. Commissioner Gordon is not an old white man. And I like that. Uh, Catwoman is uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. She's not a a white girl. So so can I ask you a question? So you're okay with Robert Pattinson as Batman? I wasn't until I saw the trailer. (laughs) And I went, oh shit, that's a good cast. 
Man, I, I'm watching it on. I'm waiting until it goes on Netflix, homie. I'm not watching that in theater. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to watch that in theater. Are you still using? Are you still upset about Twilight, Michael? Come on. As an actor, listen, Robert Pattinson, mouth breather or, or shovel face, whatever they call him. He looks no. I just I think they could have just got a someone else for Batman. I'm I'm being honest. I'm not. I'm not really. I have a very low low expectations for the new Batman movie. Very low, because. Ben Affleck was right, okay. Right. Christian Bale sounded like a horse. Yeah. Like, his voice irritated my soul. I couldn't stand that. Yeah. Um, again, Michael Keaton was my favorite Batman. He's still been my favorite Batman. Val Kilmer was awake. Why was Michael Keaton your Val favorite Kilmer. Batman? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. He just had the lips. I thought yeah, the sweat. The I mean, he, was, that good. he had the lips. He kind of, <laughs> he looked like a Batman. Like, he looked like Batman to me. Ben Affleck <laughs> right, just looked right. like some CrossFit dude that was just playing, like, just had this funky-ass suit on. Like, yeah. he, he was okay, but, like, he wasn't – that's why people ripped him. Like, I didn't think he was bad. Like, everyone thinks Ben Affleck was, like, a waste of space. I don't think that. I just think he was – No, no, I liked him, too. Yeah. I think he gets – I think it's criticized too much, ben, but, yeah. Wait. Ben Affleck was more like Frank Miller's Batman. He was, like, the gri- grizzled, mm. upset, giving up hope on the world Batman. And I kind of yeah. like Bale because um, it, it won't seem I, – I think if you're going to look af- after the animated series – the best Bruce Wayne was Bale's. There are moments where he changes his his cadence of his voice, where he's actually telling the truth versus when he's acting. I love his Bruce Wayne. And aside from the weird voice Batman, I thought it was pretty faithful was uh, as a technological Batman, as, as a Batman mm-hmm. that's kind of like, if this really were to happen, he's a leaner built Batman. He's focused on tech. And he can't do it alone. Uh, Pattinson makes me, I was a doubter because of Twilight. But then I saw one, one movie. I saw The Lighthouse. I and it's seen like that. a okay. weird horror movie. It's not even a horror movie. I think I've heard but of it. Him and William Defoe in this movie. Guys, before we get to The Lighthouse, can, I, can we just say, seriously, seriously, I, I'm upset. Yeah. Of all the Batmans, nobody mentioned Adam West. I mean... My heart sank. Oh, he was a joke, man. Adam West and <laughs> Bert Ward? Seriously? Yeah. What is wrong with you both? Anyway, now that Batman, I've that Batman looked out of shape. Legends, sorry. Batman, we can listen, move on. Bat- Batman, <laughs> yeah, needs to have some, a six, Batman needs to have a six-pack. I'm sorry. Adam West, you know, he was looking look. He was looking like me. Right. He looked like me, basically. He in the didn't Batman need suit. molded plastic like- to improve his physique. Mike, you look pretty good. He was looking way worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, no, sorry. I, I, I just, I like, no, I, was just, I think somebody, somebody, somebody summed it up really well, which is Batman is, whoever takes on Batman, it's, it's a custodian. They don't get to own it. But for that time being, we get their interpretation of it. And I'm super excited mm-hmm. to see these roles being filled out with uh, non-traditional actors. Because uh, like for, for, I mean, growing up, what like mixed me and Santa, like we never could look at a Hollywood depiction or a comic book depiction and be like, that's us. It never made sense. And for the first time I'm seeing something different. Mm-hmm. So like when I saw Christian Bale as Batman, even though I'm not a white man, it kind of, kind of vibed with me a bit more. It was better than Val Kilmer's blonde hair, blue eyed Batman, which was so far removed from where yeah, I was. I agree with that. <laughs> it never made yeah. any sense. Right. Mm. And and now we're getting to the point where I think the role could be filled out with anybody. Any capable actor should be able to take it on. And that, but the Joker, that's what I feel about the Joker. Like I would want Todd Phillips to be like, hey man, let's get some elements of this. If he's going to be un, an unreliable narrator, then why throughout the entire movie's run did you cut away from Arthur Fleck to show the Wayne family murder? If you mm. notice... The movie stays on him the entire time. But for that one shot, you cut away. It's like, then show us that this could be something in his head. Um, and to, to go to his origins, um, like right now there's a book out. Uh, it's called Three Jokers. Uh, and it's running on a, on a theory that an idea they had a while ago at DC where Batman sort of figures out, he sits on this, um, long story short, he sits on this God chair and asks, the chair like who's who's the joker's real identity and the chair responds which one and he finds out that there's three jokers so now this book run is it's actually happening right now 
And one of the artists is a Canadian, uh, Jason Fabok, if I'm not mispronouncing his name. And it's it's fascinating um, because like what makes him interesting is he has no origin. Uh, there's uh, Scott Snyder wrote an origin of him uh, called the basically it was is it was this this book for uh, death of the family and then Endgame Batman Endgame in which the Joker is described as an eternal figure. He was the pale man who just is immortal. Mm. He's been causing havoc slowly up until starts the origin of a, a rundown comedian who has such terrible luck. He loses his wife, he loses his unborn child, and he's on a mob job just to make extra money. Like, it really, that book really, like, punches you in the gut. I didn't feel that with Todd Phillips' Joker. It was just like his mom was a liar, so he killed her. And he wasn't really getting along at his work. And he thought he was, uh, you know, his dad was uh, Thomas Wayne. And it turns out it wasn't. So like, you, just like you, there wasn't like that was, element to go into insanity. You didn't. Sorry. You really, really. I, I mean, I, I'd back to differ. I mean, his mom wasn't just a liar. She abused him. Yeah. His whole whole childhood. Yeah. Her ex father, yeah. his, you know, stepdad abused him as a result of her negligence. So he's like constantly right. been abused, um, mm-hmm. and. And and it's and, you know and he's manipulated and and um, by his colleagues. So it's it's I think it's more than that. I, I mean I saw I I don't know. No one's judge, jury, and executioner in terms of what makes a person go into insanity, right? None of us are psychiatrists. I know this is our own interpretation, so that's fine. But okay. I I thought personally right, right. that he I thought it was like they they definitely did show a lot to make you wonder to make you say, oh my gosh, man, this guy's messed up. Like he needs a lot of love or, or yeah. I guess that's the path he's for help, yeah. yeah, he needs a lot of help. Well, he needs a lot of love, right? And I think that's the thing that was sort of weird is like he didn't die. There was at no point was there a deep dive into madness where you give up your morality, where you give up what makes you a, what, what binds you to integrity to, uh, to have a moral compass. I mean, it's depressing. He goes through hell, but I don't think they take that element. In The Killing Joke, there is nothing left for him. He is literally vast, baby's dead, and this job he took to make money for his wife yeah. and unborn child, it's, it's, it's a failure. And he sees this Batman figure show up and push him down there. And so he just mm-hmm. goes into this utter madness. Everything is lost. Joaquin Phoenix's character had that with Zazie Beetz and wished that character was real and one wasn't made up into in his head because they really broke in. Like sort of given that that traditional, oh my God, he's lost everything. Mm, okay. But I don't know. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Um, I guess for me, um, like I said, my probably my favorite depiction of the Joker would probably be the Killing Joke, actually, the cartoon movie that I watched like a few years ago because to your point it really he was like a, a stand-up comedian doing all that and then you know i think yeah it was, sim- it was similar to what you were saying in terms of his wife and he was like a he seemed like a normal dude and then he just went down this downward spiral and stuff and then you see him just turn into the joker slowly so um from that aspect i liked it um and what was the other question you had asked on in terms of the second part of your question in terms um, of you asked origin and then what else did you ask well, if if you were to create a movie, if you were consultant okay. on, on Todd Phillips's movie, oh, if I was yeah. a consultant, um, I think I, I mean, here's the thing too, because I think with Heath Ledger's Joker, it's such an iconic character, right? I think we can all agree on that. Like the way he did it was so iconic, and any Joker at this point, I think now is going to be compared to his. So for me, yeah. I don't know how I would try to consult in terms of that because I would, I mean. He did such an amazing job with that. I don't want someone to, let's say, if I was a consultant doing the Joker, I wouldn't want them to do that or try to be Heath Ledger. I want them to kind yeah. of put their own spin on it. But then, you know, not like Jared Leto's brief spin. <laughs> oh, that right? brilliant that Joker. Was, that was a good <laughs> Let's tattoo damage on your forehead. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want that Joker. Um, definitely not um i don't know like i just think i would probably try to just tell the guy just listen try to do your best depiction of it and i think the way heath ledger like heath ledger went down a, a dark road and he kind of did his own depiction of it and i think that's kind of how i'd want the actor to do i don't want you to try to copy 
Jack Nicholson or other people just do it your way, I guess, as best you can, I we, guess. We both agree. But that's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Go Mike, on. just, I'm going to ask you a question, Mike. Like the specific question that I'm mm. asking is how would you like to see the movie uh, if it were to appeal to Batman fans, you know, in terms of what elements could you have uh, snuck <sighs> in there to make it more true to its, its origins? Right. So I think that's what one of the things I'm, I'm hearing from Asan. like, you know, come on, like you, you're, you're showing me these characters, like give me something from from the, from this amazing character. So many depictions we've seen. Uh, I didn't. Right. So what would that look like? I guess just in terms of him doing some crimes or like doing some like just doing some diabolical stuff that he normally does. Right. Or maybe like in the Dark Knight where he was doing these uh, like where he had the test where they had the people on the, the criminals on the boat. Or I think it was the criminals right, and then the right. people on the boat, and he made the people choose which boat to blow up. Like have them maybe do right, something right. along those lines. Yeah, that or was something kind of along those the, lines to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're going to talk about true to the character, do something along those lines where it tests like people's morality and stuff like that. I think if there was one thing with the Joker that the the Walking Phoenix one that they could have done was add that into it. Mm -hmm. I think you know. Like imagine imagine that moment yeah. where there he's in with Robert De Niro. And he plays a game with him mm. like that. And you yes. think he's going to kill himself because he keeps going after it. But anyway, I'm like, the moment he kills himself, it's not the movie um, because then the Joker's dead. But imagine just exactly. having a game with him. Mm. Suddenly a new yeah. character emerges. Where he fully embraces he being just the Joker at that point. Yeah. Wasted it because he starts crying. And it, I mean, I, you know what I actually imagine in that scene? I imagine what would have been a better scene was he sits there and he vividly describes Robert De Niro's character's family members. Mm. And he sits there and he describes them. And as this is happening, he's getting uncomfortable. And then obviously what he's saying, it's not explicit, but it's implied that he's met these people and he's murdered them. And now De Niro's character is the last left. Like that kind of creepy horror mm. vibe mm. would have gone miles. Mm. Yeah. And that's what that I wanted to worked. see. I wanted to see a character that's of Lovecraftian horror, something macabre, something really mm. twisted. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my God, society can create this monster. So mm. essentially, so I guess in a way you can say that Todd Phillips missed out the best part of Joker. Right, like I feel like the the minute he entered to some the degree, yeah. show, yeah. right, the what are they called? The the Robert De Niro. <laughs> I keep forgetting the actors, the fictitious character's <laughs> name. The Robert De Niro show, right? The Robert De Niro Paul show. Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. So when he enters <laughs> and he's dancing and he has this confidence, yes. and, and I think it's Murray is his name, Murray, right? And he says Murray. I, I was really liking it. I think as a, I think that this is to all the Batman fans. This is like I was like, I oh my gosh, that, yeah. he's here, he's here. This is the character. He's yeah. so confident. Yes. So I was really like, I, I was very excited at that moment. And now that I saw, uh, when you, when you uh, bring this up, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that's what it was missing. Yeah. And I couldn't even put it to words, it was. but I, I lit up. I was so into it. And then the movie just like, <laughs> but I was like, oh man. And then it. I felt like shit. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I'm back to this shithole again. Damn it. Yeah. No, but I agree. Because there was this that. creepy they could have added that, yeah. No, it I think I, I guess it was. It, we I think could that agree, like, right? Yeah. And it brings into the question yeah. of that, again, we're going into mental health. Right. I think it as monsters in society and how they view themselves and what they can be capable of. Then we could have a, a, a very educated discussion instead of i don't want to feel sorry for the joker when he is the joker hmm. right that's a good point. and this that's movie yeah. made me feel yeah. sorry for joaquin phoenix yeah and that's why i asked the question at the beginning like why do people yeah at the surface he's a bad dude right so that's why i asked the question yeah right you know but then you know you watch that movie and then you end up feeling bad for him and i end up feeling bad for him after watching the movie a bit and i'm thinking damn like i feel bad for the damn joker <laughs> Should I feel bad for the Joker? You know what I'm saying? He's so I, just, I totally get that. He's yeah, a mass definitely get that. 
He hasn't get yes. he hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't gotten there yet in the movie, right? right. It's, it's, he's yeah, just yeah. scratching the surface. But again, for the sake of entertainment, for the sake of uh, staying even the least bit true to his character, it would have been really invigorating to see him confident and intelligent. And I think that's we don't see the intelligent side of him. We see that confidence which was amazing. Yeah. It was invigorating to see that as a Batman fan, as a Joker fan, right? But we don't see that intelligence. And you're back to the, now no, I get it. You're saying right. the sad guy story, right? Asan, those are your words. It's a sad guy movie. Like it was There's almost like one they built moment up, like, in the dark yeah. night. And, mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, sorry. No, what I was saying was, no, I was saying there, it's almost like they built up, you, you're kind of seeing the progression of the character, then he's down, he's down, he's down, then he gets up, he's confident, he's at that climax, and then it goes back down again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. From that perspective, yeah, I totally understand when that. When he's yeah. doing that stair hop. Yes. That stair hop down this. is a descent into madness. I love that part. That was my favorite And a single movie. frame. Right. <laughs> but like yeah. that one scene in The Dark Knight that encapsulates the Joker so well is like when he blows up the, the police station and yeah. it's a bunch of cop cars swinging back and forth. And he just like sticks his hog and just shakes his head. There's no dialogue, but that one scene shows the power mm. of what this character is, essentially. And I think Joaquin yeah. Phoenix had such a breadth to work with. He he did a great job. That was a deserving Oscar. But it was it was just a weird character. It just I felt like there was so much he could have pulled. It was so much of chewed yeah. on, and he just he stopped just yeah. short. That's fair. I, I I gotta say, like, is when you guys into mental health discussions, you guys attacked all the BS reviews that were calling about nihilism and and all this other <laughs> stupid stuff. Because like at the end of the day, it's a movie. If people are gonna do stuff, they're gonna do stuff. Do you know what I mean like? Yeah. So like exactly. If this Joker is in cell Jesus, he's not gonna. He's not. It's, I didn't think the Joker has an incel mindset. Sorry. What makes you say that? I didn't think that at all. I didn't think about that. that well, one of the accusations thrown at uh, Todd Phillips about this movie, again, with the negative reviews, was like, this Joker was very incel. He was uh, very introverted. He despised people that, that didn't really like him. Uh, there was that relationship of being, him being single, like completely making stuff up in his mind. Mm-hmm. So there was like a huge like through line of like, oh, and consider we've had recent crimes that were, they've been on mm-hmm. forums and stuff like that. It's like, it's like the new homegrown terrorist sort mm-hmm. of perspective. And it was very easy to attach on to that. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, this is insult. This is like the, the guy that starts it all. But yeah. I think, I mean, if you're going to do a shooting, a movie's not going to stop you. Or it's not going to inspire you. So I forget all of that. That's just that's the source talk. I mean, I think I see the with I can the mental swear health. On your podcast, right? I can say horse shit or horse. Yeah, shit. yeah I've already <laughs> sworn. I'm going to mark it explicit. That's um, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting Mike not to, sorry. and I'm doing the cleaner versions. <laughs> okay. But we're talking about the Joker, so this is going to be explicit. So it's okay. Yeah. I mean, listen. I've been swear. Yeah, we right, most right. of our podcasts are explicit anyway. We just real. I just realized that actually looking at the ease at the yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I've been swearing a lot. Well, I will say like I've been better now with the swearing. I haven't been yeah, as bad as much the better. first four. The first four was like, damn. I was watching like Def Comedy. Jam. I think all of us have been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, I know. Well, I, I wanted to say, I think with the mental health conversations, one of the biggest concern that I, I failed to mention and, and a friend had mentioned that to me was, you know, it's it's about the concern is that if someone is, it's bad things happen to them and then they use that as a justification to do bad things. So, and, and I guess in the light mm-hmm. that we're shedding it in this, in this movie where it's like, hey, look, he's been wronged again. Hey, look, he's been wronged again. Hey, look. And then by the time that he's, um, so I think the, peop- the people that were uh, upset about it are saying that that's not a depiction of mental health because most people, they're not violent, right? They're not, uh, yeah. just because you have mental health issues doesn't make you violent. And that's, that in itself yeah. is the very taboo that we're trying to fix in society from a societal perspective. Oh, right. It's like, hey guys, yeah, exactly. not all, yeah, exactly. everyone who's mental, because people treat them like they're going to hurt you. So uh, I think that was one of the misconceptions, I think. But obviously, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Come on, people. It's a movie. We're just, we're talking about a movie. It doesn't mean <laughs> that's that where the like, incel narrative works. About it. 
Yeah. Well, I don't even think it works yeah. because in, in for it to qualify to be incel, no, 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 he would have had to gone because to his first, right? Yeah. Beats his house and he would have had to like shoot her or something. He didn't do that. There was no violence yeah. against her. Wait, isn't there an off camera scream when she discovers him in the house and it cuts and he's like walking out and there's like an off camera scream or police if I remember correctly. What? No, it's I didn't implied know that he either killed her. No, uh, it is implied that he killed her. But no, I don't. Th- what? Was. You don't see after after she My discovers Lord. him. You what? don't see that. And there's sirens running in the background. You there's an audio cue, either a scream, if I'm not mistaken, or sirens. I thought she did. He left. Okay, I gotta watch that damn. Movie I just thought now. he left. I'm gonna have to reason. I thought he left again. too. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh shit, he killed her. Like that, because that's the cue that audio cue hit me, and I, I can't remember for the life of me, was it like the the or sirens you hear something in the background which is implied that something bad has happened interesting no i did i totally missed wow. that um i'm gonna Crazy. i that that that's Crazy. news to me oh that's interesting okay okay so it's open to interpretation me. right <laughs> i mean you can say well he's walking really? out or then there's people like oh no one thing that was very accurate one thing that was very accurate to mental health was his suicidal tendency i thought when they started playing on that, I was like, okay, I can get this. Because a lot of people that are going through mental anguish, the tendency is to, like, you're not strong enough to, to continue on. And, and mm-hmm. that's one, one aspect I thought that they showcased very um, accurately to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not him violently killing people, but mm-hmm. wanting to take away his own life. I think that was very good but again they just stopped short yeah yeah so did we, did we answer mike's question of why do we like the joker so much because he's a bad guy i think we've scratched that surface a, f- a few times did we really answer that uh asan why do we like I think it just in general in criminal but i think i'm going back to my question like i just think society in general loves the bad guy we always root for the bad guy like mm-hmm. scarface mm-hmm. perfect example of it yeah people love like when the movie first came, I remember when that came. I watched the like bio on um, um Al Pacino, and I remember when that movie came out. It was panned by critics. Critics hated it. They thought it was a terrible depiction, and blah 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 blah. Now that movie is like celebrated. They have like they've reissued and made that movie so many times. They're actually apparently they're supposed to be doing um a new one, a remake oh, with uh, uh, heard with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Oh. That's what, what I read last year. I hope to God they do not do this. I just this <laughs> listen. I love. I love Leonardo DiCaprio, great actor. I don't want to see his ass as Scarface. Maybe that's just me. I'm probably in the minority because most people yeah. don't want to see that. I don't want to see his ass as uh, Scarface. Tony Montana. No, I wouldn't either because there's there's that accent. Yeah, you could probably do it though. I think you could probably do the accent. accent. He's telling me, yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't know if I want to see. Yeah, that. it's just I don't want to see a remake of that movie. Uh, you want to see a remake of that? It's like when Homer has the sugar pile and Marge tries to wake him up and he goes into a Scarface dialogue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a Scarface dialogue until so much later. First you get the sugar. <laughs> then you get the money. Then you, no, then you get the power. I want to see Homer Simpson take on that role. But you know what? The funny thing with Scarface, I have not <laughs> seen that women. whole movie from beginning to end. I've seen, but I've seen the movie enough to know that I've seen the movie. Like I've seen like, Bits and pieces. I've mm. seen most of the beginning. I've seen most of the middle. I've seen them, basically. Yeah, confession. I've not seen Scarface. So, <laughs> Much to be fair, I think it's on Netflix. Everyone it's on Netflix. has that answer. So you have no excuse. It's on Netflix. But no, like, I think this, this society as a whole, we like the bad guys. So I think that ties into the Joker. I think that's probably hmm. the reason. I'm right. That's what I'm thinking. I, but I want to get your take on why you guys, why you, I mean, I know with yeah. us, he's like a huge. Oh, yeah. You said you like, you hated clowns. And I remember so, so, that. You, like you hate clowns, but you like the Joker. Like the Joker. Um, well, yeah, I think uh, he's, um... I love the Joker. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I love him so much. I was terrified of clowns as a kid at one point. Do you remember? I think, uh, we were in, in Holland and we had this terrible McDonald's nightmare. And had little yeah. Toy. And yeah, we had yeah, the little yeah. McDonald's toys with Ronald McDonald's head. It was these cars with his head sticking yeah. out of it. And we were like, Yo, let's throw these away. And we had this like ritualistic throwing of all of our Ronald McDonald's things. Um, really? Because... You guys really didn't like Ronald McDonald. No, he was, he was a terrifying clown. <laughs> terrifying clown. No, you know, it was what? freaky. I, I'm, 
I'm probably one of the few people that didn't really care about no damn cops. I was not afraid of those mofos. Gosh, I was probably one of the so few, creepy. but well, we were so many, but but <laughs> then yeah. we were like I think we both okay. had like a bad dream about it. And we're like, oh no, you yeah. So like Krusty the clown from the Simpsons. At that point, guys... <laughs> I, I I like Herschel Krusty. Oh, I love Krusty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just He's making. I'm just, I want to just make sure. Okay. But I think one of the things no, that made us sort of like the Joker was we were watching the Adam West Batman, and mm-hmm. it was funny to see a character that was genuinely a prankster. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Ronald McDonald mm. is a freaky clown trying to sell you a hamburger. <laughs> and yep. just, he's going just after your Cesar arteries. Romero's <laughs> facts, right? Ronald, yeah, the Cesar I'm Romero's sure. depiction is such a prankster. He's so mm. jovial. Yeah. And he's scheming and he's rubbing his hands. So for us, it was like the anti-clown clown. It was mm. like, oh my God, oh, this okay. is the guy that you send to kill Ronald McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kill him in his sl- just put a pillow over his face while he's sleeping yeah that's yeah i think it's a bright and, color. and again that's repeated again yeah that's repeated again in the dark night so this is a villain that comes in in the dark night and he takes over the mob he kills the bad guys he's a bad yes. guy killer as well mm-hmm. as the uh, antagonist the batman and in the comics mm-hmm. uh villains get together and they talk about if they want to like exchange stories they talk about the time batman got them but if they want to scare each other villains actually tell each other joker stories so Mm. this is an elemental horror the exact opposite antithesis of batman and Mm. that's what makes him so attractive is Mm. he is eternal he is elemental as elemental as batman not just a bad guy he is the bad guy to kill the bad guy that's attacking you. Hmm. So you are even more afraid. There's something very biblical, very weird, very like eternal about hmm. him. And, and that's hmm. what I'm, what fascinates, not that I'm scared of the Joker. I'm like, he, he is a, um, a force of nature. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, I think as a kid for me, it was just a very, unlike anything I've seen of a villain. So, you know, you see the bad guy, you see the bad guys kind of hurting, you see the bad guy like being resentful, kind of like what we saw in Todd Phillips' movie. But the Joker Mm -hmm. is someone that's like so confident, so okay with himself and in bright colors. And he's like this horrible person. So it's such a juxtaposition that it like really Fs with your mind. And I think that's what, what, I think I I like about him. It's like, whoa, okay, you're challenging every value you've ever had about everything. <laughs> so, whoa, this is an interesting ride. And I think that's maybe, you know, that's what's part of the appeal to him too, right? Yeah. Like, I just think with the Joker, like, especially with Heath Leather, Ledger's character, I just and loved how, like, dark- to your point, how diabolical and smart he was. Yeah, right. in the Dark Knight, like, just the way he was able to, like I said, like, even with them, um, when he was talking to Two-Face, when Two-Face was in the hospital, um, that character in that scene was just amazing. Like, I just loved every scene of the Joker in The Dark Knight I loved. I don't mm. think there's a scene in that I was like, oh, oh that's boring. Yeah. I just, I loved just the way he liked his mannerism to Sonic's point, the confidence and the swag that he had, even though he was kind of out of his mind, he's a little nuts, but the confidence that he had and just how like diabolical and smart he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just, and I really appreciated that, that aspect of him. Where he mm. gets thrown off from the roof. Like he's yeah. laughing yeah. to his death. He's laughing. He doesn't even such care. Such a clever element. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's a he's insane. So like, he is <laughs> eternal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you think he'd be like pissed off? Oh my god, he got. But he didn't even care. Yeah. Right. He's he's not human. He's 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 not human. Right. That that's how he he comes no. off as. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm glad that's that we like finally. Forces of nature. Yeah. Yeah, you said yin and yang. I like that too. You were like Batman and Joker. Like you're describing their relationship in terms of how they need each other to exist to co. Like you know, they exist with each other, which is why I think I, I'm getting, I'm hearing that you would have liked to see some something, some Batman in that. <laughs> like any, which is fair. <laughs> yeah, as opposed. Like I still to like the Joker movie. Ben- like I still like the Walking Phoenix ben- version. I still like that version. No, no, I was saying put Ben Affleck in the in that movie, and I would have bought it. Hmm, I see. Mm. Okay. Just one scene. 
something. <laughs> no, sorry, but I was listening to Mike. Mike We're the drugs. No, I was saying like I still like the Joker, <laughs> the, the Joaquin Phoenix version. I still liked it, but to your point, like I do think the ending could have, if they had did it a little bit differently, I think that would have really fully showed. I think it would have satisfied the comic book fans as well. Hmm. At least then they could have said, oh well, at least they drew from some of that. Right. So that point was valid. I still do, but I still like. I think all, the only joke, the only Joker I didn't like was uh, Jared Leto. That's one I haven't liked. Oh, I think everybody hates that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch that Except movie. That's how much Jerry I didn't like it. I did an amazing. Jerry Lowe probably <laughs> thought he did a great job, but um, everyone, I don't. I think it was trash. It was completely garbage. That movie was the garbage, best so depiction of Jared Leto's Leto's Joker was in a in a music video. <laughs> I mean, that's saying something. <laughs> was it really? Did he star in somebody's music video? He did. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Google it. It's so bizarre. He's just standing there. And I'm like, okay, he's not speaking. This is all right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we're able to do a, finally do a, do the podcast and the actual review. So uh, I do appreciate that. <laughs> we're always open to feedback. Yes. It's like a comment now, right? So we, we had you on. And, and I, on the back of my mind, I always thought. Yeah, sorry? Like PC, like we said, like the last podcast, PC culture. You know, we're not silencing anyone's opinions. Mm-hmm. Everyone can have an opinion. It's different, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, we didn't like say, right. "Yo, your brother sucks ass." He doesn't know what he's talking about. We didn't like flip out. I didn't flip out. It was okay because he brought up some very valid points, yeah. and it was a great discussion. That's what adults do. Last I checked, <laughs> I don't know. I guess we're not adults anymore. I mean, like, well, you could like say that as soon as I hang up, you'd be like, "Oh, he sucked bad. <laughs> it was terrible." Let's not no, this was really fun. Like, this was really fun. I'm gonna don't rush to talk to your brother later, but right now I'm fine. No, I'm kidding. I'm well, no, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. No, to, to fair point though. You know, Mike, Mike, and I really digress. That that's that's our specialty. You know, our specialty is really like picking a topic and then going as far from that topic as possible, uh, and just like creating five other topics within that topic. So we do that. And I was gonna bring up one thing, but I'm not gonna to bring it up because sana keeps saying that i bring it up in every podcast so i'm not bringing it up. <laughs> no please Thanks. it wouldn't be a podcast without it come on okay so i no, always brought up. up jeff bezos all right i always <laughs> bring up jeff bezos so i'm gonna bring it up again and i said if you listen to the last one he's a loser well not a loser but he's messing up in terms of his billions because i would make an iron man suit if i was worth 116 billion dollars i would make a flying a man-made flying suit no or you're just gonna go to space <laughs> Go to Mars. Let's go to Mars. No, that's where I, I like go Elon Musk. I, I, I kind of like go to Mars. I don't want to go to Mars. I want to make a man-made flying suit so I can fly where the hell I want. What's that's Musk what doing? Do. What's but, Musk doing? Yeah, what is Musk doing? Neuralink, baby. He's ah. he's getting for you to speak with his brain. Oh damn! Uh, I think oh, Bezos wow. is more like Lex Luthor. Whereas <laughs> yeah, he, does, Elon Musk he is actually like... looks like Lex Luthor. He has the bald head. He's buff now. Yeah. Have you seen? If you saw Jeff Bezos in like the early '90s, he looked like a super nerd. Yeah. Like nerd, nerd. Now he looks like he could steal your girlfriend, but he actually probably could steal yeah. anyone's girlfriend. He literally could steal. Your oh, girlfriend. did you guys check? Out? There's a picture of him with a with one of his new girls, and he's leaning over to try and kiss her, and she's like, she's snubbing him so hard. What? <laughs> so this Listen, is a, girl. You better. You better. No matter how much money you have. <laughs> no, she needs to no, she yeah. needs to start puckering up because she gotta get that money. <laughs> listen, if I was a girl sweet, and I was sweet Bezos, Bezos money. <laughs> listen, if I was a girl and I was Danger Bezos, I'd be French kissing the ish out of him everywhere we go. Cause I wanna because when we leave, but she's got I wanna standards. make sure I go to court. <laughs> no, I listen at that listen, if you're dating Jeff Bezos, <laughs> let's be real. Like you're not dating for his personality. I don't ever date him for his personality necessarily. <laughs> I'm dating him because he has $116 billion. I'm not dating him because he's a nice dude. I don't care about that. Yeah. Give me some of your money, bro. The money is the personality I, of the point. This right? is a controversial take. But I think every woman knows that Jeff Bezos, and, and I hate saying this no, alpha say it, beta say it, stuff, okay. but I think every woman that's dating him is like, oh, he's such a beta. I'm just going to hold off on kissing him until I get a million. Mm. Every woman <laughs> has to do that. <laughs> I agree. You know what? That is a smart approach. That is a smart approach. But if you want the billion, you got to make out with them. That's the point. If you want the million, you got to do you something. Yeah, agree. But if you want the you want the generational wealth, you got to yeah, yeah. you got to give it up a little bit. That's the point. You know, I gotta it depends say, on what Mike, you want. 
I gotta say, Mike, when you were going what? on about that, in my mind, I was imagining like, you know, when like you're watching the like, Looney Tunes cartoons where the character like dresses up as a woman to seduce the character. I was just imagining, <laughs> I was imagining like if a I wig and lipstick that, on you, like trying to, trying to like blow kids up. If I was, if I was bisexual and I could pull off wearing a dress, I would I would try to hit up Jeff Bezos, but I'm not I'm not into dudes, so that doesn't work. No, it's a Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd situation. It's a Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I just want to lower it. I don't in, I don't think I I don't I had the beard. It wouldn't it wouldn't work. It wouldn't sorry, even I'm, kind of work. I'm sorry to crush not, your dreams. Yeah, it's okay. But Jeff Bezos could sponsor the podcast. I mean, I'd be I'd be totally down to that. I would. I would, and I shop on Amazon anyway, so it's not like you know. I we would censor all of these comments. Just just throw it in a sponsor. Yeah. We'll, we'll clean I'd shit like, up. Lift, listen, listen, Jess Bezos. I bought a microphone and all that stuff from your, and I bought an Afro pick. I bought an Afro pick <laughs> from Amazon. I couldn't even go to a black store to buy an Afro pick, but I was able to find it on Jeff on and with the fit with the with the fist too. I was Great, to now I Amazon. have to put Jeff Bezos in the description. You win, Mike. Okay, you win. Number eighteen, whatever this number is, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like. He's it's made 18. it into my freaking description now thanks thank you very much listen i am trying to relevant because he looks like lex luther (laughs) yeah that's good good which is dc and i'm trying to listen i'm trying to get some sponsorship going on here man (laughs) whatever it takes (laughs) let's shoot for the stars sauna all right all right right. okay you're on you're on let's do it let's do it (laughs) and then maybe if we go down then maybe someone else listens and then maybe say you know what well let's let's sponsor sinus podcast may not be jeff Bezos, maybe someone else you know maybe some vegan um, you guys stay away from Elon Musk. So He's mine. <laughs> Fine, you can have. How much is he? Yourself. How much is Elon Musk worth anyway? Do you know how much is how much his net worth is anyway? On Elon Musk. Oh, I don't think it's more than Bezos, but definitely no, not more than Gates. Oh wow, damn! I mean, he's okay. going to space, man. Yeah, you got money. You have money if you're going to space. You you ain't right? really cheap. If you, yeah, you have you have that money. Collecting all right. that. You car in the orbit. Like you have waste, you can waste money going to space. Because what do you want to go to space? Like I saw gravity. I don't want to go to space. Why the hell do I want to go to space? No, hell no. I never want to go to space. With Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. After that, I don't want to go to space. <laughs> that movie like ruined astronauts for the future. No one wants to go to space. I, I have no interest in going to space. I've never had an interest. And actually, I watched Same with Interstellar. You know the terrifying. I watched that movie. I'm gonna tell a quick story. So actually, I watched that movie because there was one day I was working from home. It was when me and Son were working together. And I called, and Sana had called me, and I and I was doing work, and Sana was like, "You're actually working at home," and I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You actually do that? Like, I don't work when I'm at home. I actually watch movies and stuff." I'm like, "Really?" For the record, I was joking. So then I'm thinking to myself, should I be like doing this workshop? I'm like, screw this workshop. So I actually watched Gravity that day. It was an amazing, and I would never want to go to space again. I never want to go. I never wanted to go to space. Period. But after watching the movie, I had no interest in going to space. By the end of the day, you were working harder than ever before. You're like, all right, they're going to send me to space if I don't do this. Yeah, I'm definitely not going. If they start doing space exploration, I'm out. I'm like, I'll just stay here and die because I'm not going to space. Yeah. Well, you've made, yeah. I mean, the Martian was a fun thing. Remember the Martian? Yeah, yeah, with all poop potatoes and stuff. Yeah, that was The Martian was good. Interstellar was good. Interstellar was good. But I felt like. The gravity of this like scared me, bro. Like gravity was like, damn. Cause I felt like gravity was like some real stuff that could possibly happen. Where where they're bouncing up and down, they couldn't get like, you know what I'm saying? They're moving around, they had no control of them. I felt like that was the true depiction of what space could be yeah. for an astronaut. Very unimaginable. And that would be me. That'd be my ass in space. That's the high space. I'm like, nah, I ain't trying to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be like the Martian. It would be like Santa <laughs> bouncing around. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. I I like the potatoes here. Thank you very much. The you know, I'll take the poop of the animals, ah, not my own. What's recent? Not to sorry to cut in, but there was no. news today that they discovered rem, remains or, or or sort of intelligent life on Venus. Oh, oh. Didn't look it up. I walked in, and my wife was like, "Oh, you got? Did you, did you hear this? Like this news? Like they they found a creature on uh, on Venus." I was like, "What?" And literally five minutes before the, I was on the Zoom call. So oh. I'm going to check that out after. <laughs> okay, we well. could be the first to cover this new thing. You were waiting. You were waiting. No, you were sitting on this. Until this now. gravity talk. And I realized, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. We're getting going to Mars. Let's go to Venus. You should be like, before we start, I just want to acknowledge. I just want to say something. <laughs> I heard <Yes>. this. <laughs> because I don't know if it's legit. <laughs> 
because Japanese TV sometimes you never know. <laughs> well, I think that's any of a time to wrap up. We're just going down a hole here. <laughs> Poor ducks. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful hole. No, I love it. I do hole. love it. But uh, <laughs> I don't want to edit like Jeff Bezos for for half an hour, guys. Seriously. Um, Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. It's my calling card. I have no choice but to bring them up in every podcast. So, but in the timestamps this time, you can write Lex Luthor slash Jeff Bezos. I there think uh, it'll be appropriate. So you can tie it in back into DC. So I think you can do I that. I totally that will. I'm gonna beautifully mesh it, and uh, yeah, yeah, a little flipping the bird to you, but uh, that's fine. Thanks, guys. Thank you. No, this was really thanks. fun. This is really fun. I'm really happy to do a, a, a take on Joker, and, and thanks for your time, and I know, uh, Asan, you're in Japan, so thanks so much for joining, and thanks, Mike, on a on a really well, uh, good conversation about the movie, so thank you for, for <laughs> the feedback, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to title this Actual Review no lies um so yeah yeah, yeah. so no no hold on I, I gave it two thumbs up up my ass what did you guys give it <laughs> no i think two thumbs up not up the ass because nothing's going up that area so <laughs> two thumbs up regular that's a good thing, that's nothing, a good thing. i give it a thumbs up there i give it a thumbs up i like I the movie thumbs. for me two thumbs up it was i, I understand i up. yeah Completely understand where you're coming from, though. I but for the movie yeah, itself, too. I appreciate I it for it. whatever it presented. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, and I'm the same. I'm in the fair same enough. Way. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to throw the review in there quick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I no, know that's, you clearly. Yeah. That's you, cool. You. That's it's awesome. earned. Yeah. This this had to happen. So thanks, thanks everyone. <laughs> You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on my website, www.aarty.com. Thank you for joining in.